1: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Is
2: that TC's back?
1: Oh, <laughs> T- TC. TC, that was one
2: of the most legendary moments in show history, bro. <laughs>
3: hey, yo, Hey, look, Hey, I was dropping some stuff off. I was at the construction site and I said, you know what? I'm going to jump online, man. It's going to be super loud. and Y'all caught me at the right moment. TC, <laughs>
2: you it funny, go. bro. Here to go, you funny
3: Hey, look, no. Hey, but no. Hey, to be honest with you, I'm gonna be honest with you about Brock, and I'm gonna be brutally honest with you. A lot of Niner fans, bro. Kenny, you know this. DLo, hey, everybody got their as a title to their own feeling, but a lot of people are jaded about that situation, bro, with the Lance whole situation. So not that's how people kind of look at Brock, like. Well, I mean, this was supposed to be this dude, and then all of a sudden it was Brock. If y'all knew if Brock was that guy, he should have been the guy from the jump. Y'all should have drafted him earlier and all that. So a lot of of people from the Niner fan base is jaded about that situation. I'm one of them, but I know how to move on and let it go. They got to win it all. But to answer (laughs) you guys' question, to me, that's what that's about. What question did we ask? (laughs) If I'm – hey, Dilo, didn't you ask hey, – when you all asking about why isn't people giving Brock Purdy his credit and kind of like uh, yeah, yeah. Just, oh, he's a game manager, this and that, because a lot of people are jaded about that situation. That situation was bigger than people. So, you're, so real
4: quick, T.C., you're saying people don't like the way it went down with Trey Lance, so they're holding that against Brock Purdy. Low-key. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so –
2: TC's why we're putting a mic down on the floor tomorrow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> TC, we might just pull TC up. Hey, and I'll tell
4: you this: that's not inconceivable. I don't but know if why. I don't know if Ryan Clark cares that much about Trey Lance. But that's what. But so, why, I think there are people who feel that way.
2: TC, low-key feels that way. Why would anybody be that like a, a fan base? Fine, but why would anyone else be that emotionally invested in Trey Lance? Well, why would Ryan Clark? Why would Cam Newton? Well, oh, all right. Happy Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm saying. God damn
4: it. I'm saying.
2: That's crazy, though. It happens, Because they weren't
4: bigging up Trey look, Lance. When... Look, I, I, I'm not going to act holier than now. I, I, I'll I be checking. I'll be checking for how things move with 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 black quarterbacks in the league. I'll be checking. I don't think that is the case at all hmm. in this situation. But yeah, I'm like, oh, why did this guy get he cut again? You check that hard. Dak
2: Prescott's a black quarterback. And he boy, is, do you? Will, uh... yeah,
4: look, that's – I got to call like I see it. He's a good quarterback. He ain't him, though. He turned into Ronald Reagan. <laughs> oh, no.
3: Oh, no. <laughs> Can't help it at this point. One of my favorite show bits ever. <laughs> hey, shout out TC for sneaking that line. So, yeah, I can move on. I don't hold grudges or none. <laughs> yeah, bro. Totally
4: fine with Kyle Shanahan. <laughs> well, then he snuck in. And they got to win it all, though. That's what he said we right gotta after that. Got to win it all. It's
2: true. Yeah. Got to win it all.
4: But, I mean – yeah.
2: He, he, what like what's gonna happen if they do? Like, meaning what's gonna happen? To, what's gonna happen to TC if they do? Exactly. Kyle got out the Kyle way. Are out we out doing a whole season of if Kyle don't stay out the way, they gotta fire him? Yeah. Okay. Well, that. Well, I guess. You, well, probably right. I mean, call
4: it is great content at this point.
2: <laughs> oh, it's incredible! It's incredible.
4: Yeah. TC is one of one. TC he he, he wanted the goats. He wanted the goats for sure, man. Um. But yeah, I think they do hold that against. Brock a little bit, and it's unfair. That's not what the situation is, man. One, that's
2: misdirected anger. Mm-hmm. Two, if any coach in the league deserves the benefit of the doubt,
4: it's
2: our guy, Martin Luther Shanahan our, over there. It's our guy. Did you see? You talk that? about missing the co- we talk, we talk about Vrabel and Belichick. I guess Steve Wilkes'
4: time is next year. <laughs> yeah. Shout out Steve Wilkes. I like Steve Wilkes too. I heard him talk uh, in an interview. I, I, I like I like the his outlook on. I just like the way he talks.
2: I like him now that I know him.
4: Yeah.
2: yeah like yeah. when they when he was hired in uh, Arizona, I was like, "Who the hell is this guy?" Yeah. Where did he, and of course he was a he was a patsy. He was set up to like he was set up to him, die. Too. Yeah. That was awful. But yeah, now that I've now like now that I've heard him talk, you know, weekly, I yeah. I, 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 I see why he's an attractive head coach. Yeah. And I, 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 I,
4: I, I like it and I'm not even gonna say I always agree with him or anything like that. I just it's just somebody that I listen to. I like the way he speaks about the game and speaks about, you know, leading leading men and being a coach and I wanna see him uh succeed. So I like that. Did you see that story?
2: Yeah, that soul bloom clip is circulating now. Uh oh. Oh, yeah. oh snap. yeah, DJ Oasis got a hold of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's out there.
4: It's moving. It's moving. It's moving. It's moving. Uh, Did you see that clip about how, uh, which makes these things even crazier, about how the Niners got the pick to get Brock Purdy? I don't think so. So it was a compensatory pick because they drafted C.J. Bethard in 2017, I think in the third round. Okay. And – I guess the way they they go about, they have a judgment on these compensatory picks. And Bethard didn't do well with the Niners, Uh left as a free agent, signed with the Jags, Uh and the NFL deemed that he just qualified as a person that would land the Niners a pick, a compensatory pick. Uh That pick was 262, and that was Brock Purdy. Oh, wow. It wasn't even like their scheduled pick, the NFL, that they got that pick, mm-hmm. and they used that on. Oh I God. didn't know that. That was crazy. I didn't know that either. Interesting. Crazy. That, this is this is really some um, some six degrees of separation, divine intervention type stuff to have Brock Purdy right here today in the Super Bowl. Like it's That's it's unbelievably improbable Absolutely at this incredible. point with all the things that had to go right for that to happen. Yeah, it's absolutely
2: incredible. Mm. But we here, we here, baby. Almost. What's the Almost. What's the
4: hot ones? Uh, the guy from Clueless, or go look at us. Who would have thought? Look at us. Look where we're at. Who's the guy from? What's his name? From Clueless, he was the that brother that you just brought up a second ago. Donald no, Faison. No, no, not the brother. Oh, not the brother. <laughs> the the step Paul Rudd. Oh, I see you, hey, I see Joe. you working,
2: Joe. I see, I see you work. working. Okay.
4: <laughs> Wasn't he on like Hot Ones or something like that? And it's the clip, and he goes, "Look at us. Who would have thought?"
2: Look oh, okay. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Some of those Hot Ones video. That what a marvelous concept.
4: Yeah, it's a good stuff. The one where you gotta go back and watch a lot
2: of those. One of my my favorites is Viola Davis. Has anyone ever uh, whooped your ass? <laughs> that's one of my favorites we were watching some or I was no I think I was telling you about something I can't like imagine something being so spicy that I react that way right uh what were um I was telling you about the uh Keith Lee video where he ate like right. a piece of that's chicken right. yeah. he ate like a chicken wing where he had to sign a waiver <laughs> to <laughs> that's eat it right and they gave him like, like a on, they gave him like a cup of ice cream he was like I've I've drank, I've eaten like two of these cups of ice cream. and it's, it's like, it's just the worst thing I've ever done in my whole life. Like, man, a, a bite of chicken did that to you? I can't.
4: Yeah, that's I can't just imagine. a bite, too. Didn't even have the whole thing. Oh,
2: absolutely bite. not. He took, it's I, I got to show you, I got to find the video and show it to that you. That is crazy. He took one bite and his eyes immediately went. He, 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 he sounded like our boy, uh, Q. Oh. <laughs> And it's like he starts looking around, trying to figure out what happened. Like I watched the video with Matt George and 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 God. you know
4: what? I never watched the video. I got Oh, watch it's that. out
2: there. Yeah, I got to yeah, watch it. With Matt George and Kyle Matson, where where Matt was eating <laughs> eating something spicy, and he man, he looked like he was going through it. That's like
4: uh, that's like Shaq when he had the chip, and he goes, he takes the Best bite. I won't make a he face. Goes, <laughs> no, 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 no! I did not. I got something in my. Throat. I not make a face, Ernie. That was a car. <laughs> I didn't make a face.
2: That was funny. Yeah, it was dying. He probably could have gotten away with it if he hadn't done the. <laughs> then he let all that air into his and mouth. It, was, it over. was over. No,
4: no, 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 no,
2: no, <laughs> no, Is it hot? Oh, it's hot. It's hot.
4: Hey, Dave Garcia, this is a shoot. I absolutely love Clueless. That is a great movie. Yeah, you definitely do. Uh, that's, a, that's an all-timer.
2: And I'm guessing that um, these NBA coaches are about to prove that they're clueless. Oh geez. You think Mike called his crew around the league like, hey.
4: He, I think I guys? can see that that happening. I don't think they listen, though. Don't you don't think, think, think so? No, I don't think they listen. Well, shout out Jill Az. Did you see the tweet she had yesterday, I think?
2: Maybe. Jill tweets a lot. She
4: does tweet a lot. But basically, somebody had sent her a screenshot of Dick's Sporting Goods Oh yeah, with the I saw that. Yeah, De'Aaron yeah. Fox jersey. Yeah, uh, for sale. So those things don't happen on accident. We didn't see one for Sabonis, so we didn't see one one way or the other. So he could still be on there, but I don't. I from everything I'm seeing, man, I think they're hating on my boy Domas. <laughs> what you see? Why they got a photo of you with a Ronald Reagan? <laughs> Bro, they've been Kyron. Kyron lost the damn mind. <laughs> Oh, man. Kyrie, I love this show. Karen the oh. lost damn mind. Oh, Dr. Davis is even funnier. <laughs> Which one is he at? Oh, yeah. They, come on,
2: man. Oh, come on, man. man.
4: Don't put me up with that clown, This man. is
2: the best day ever.
4: <laughs> Do not put me up with that clown.
2: Furniture will be moving. This is the best day ever. <laughs> Bring on our man, Matt George. What's up, buddy?
5: Uh, what did I walk into? Oh, nonsense! Matt, Matt,
2: it's it's been it's been a day, Matt. I'll just say Sorry. that it's it's. Can been I call you
5: guys back? I'm at a construction site, so
2: <laughs> for the for I'll 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 get Matt caught up. Here, here's here's a here's this this has been today's what, show. What that the right hell there, is that?
4: that what is that? It's just KC with uh with his You're with President, his, huh? With his buddy. That is not my president. With his buddy. Look at, at on, look, look at how happy he looks! Come on, man! This is ridiculous.
2: Y'all got to go to Twitter. <laughs> oh, if you're listening on the radio or the app, you got to go to Twitter and see these pictures.
4: Furniture will be moving. I've
2: never seen Kenny so happy, except when he was standing in front of a Lakers mural.
4: He wasn't happy. wasn't happy either time.
2: Oh. Uh, Matt, let's uh, let's take a quick break here, because I want to see if you're as angry. Nothing's even happened yet, and we're mad.
4: <laughs> we all know what it is,
2: though. I feel like we do. You know we'll it come is. back. It's ridiculous. Matt George is with us. He's from the Lord. He's at the Lord of the Rings studio right now. Uh, so we'll sit down with our buddy from ABC 10 and the Locked On Kings podcast. When D'Lo and Casey return here on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320.
6: Conquer the weekend in the all new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562 314 4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: All right, we're back here with our man, Matt George, Locked on Kings Podcast, ABC 10. Matt, the all star announcements are just about an hour away. Uh, Of course, the show will begin at the top of the four o'clock hour. They'll talk for far too long and then they'll make the announcements I feel like we're all gearing up to be angry and I don't I'm not sure what where are you leaning with these uh, all star announcements coming up here uh, in about an hour
5: yeah I feel like we're getting one and I think I think D'Aaron's on the outs I think Demont Sabonis mm. is an absolute lock I think Sabonis has to be a lock I think De'Aaron Fox is going to fall victim to the legacy spots. Like, it's Steph Curry. As Mm -hmm. long as Steph Curry exists and is in the league, I think Steph Curry just gets a legacy spot. I don't think anybody's really going to blame Steph Curry for how wrong things are going in Golden State necessarily. Mm -hmm. I think if the Kings, like, the excuse that everybody's going to be able to lean on is, well, last year the Kings got in because they were in third. This year they're in fifth, even though the records are are the same. I think that's going to weigh into a lot of decisions, uh, and, and it's just difficult in the West as a guard to make it in. Um, I don't think De'Aaron's recent comments to the Sacramento it's probably too little too late anyway, but I don't think they influenced the decision at all. And I have no issue with De'Aaron's comments about not caring about whether he's an all star or not. I, my expectation, it's been for a while, really, uh, is that it's going to be DeMontis Sabonis that's named and De'Aaron Fox is on the outs. I won't be too mad about it, uh, even though I think De'Aaron deserves to definitely be there and he's proved in many ways statistically over last season. That being said, if Demontis Sabonis doesn't get in, then you're going to have a pissed off Matt George because Domas continues to put up numbers that, I mean, historically wilt. only the best have been able to. Yeah, wilt, wilt only the best have been able to do. But apparently that doesn't matter because I guess only wilt, Cham- Ch- wilt Chamberlain only did good things in the playoffs apparently, and and Demontis Sabonis can only do good things in the playoffs before he gets respect.
4: Well, you're going to be pissed off, Matt. Just my thought.
5: You think Domas isn't going to make it? I Who think are they going in over I think DeMoss they're going to lead.
2: I think they're going to lean towards De'Aaron. I think they're going to pick a King, and I think they're going to lean towards De'Aaron. Mm.
5: I, I I think that would be I think that would be the wrong decision. Not that it's a Domas is better than De'Aaron argument, but just based off of the numbers that Domas is putting up, the significance of the Domas's numbers, and the fact that the Sacramento Kings are still a good team, or a really good team. I think it. I think it. Deser- D- Domas deserves to be there. I think Absolutely. both of them deserve to be there, but I think Domas deserves to be there maybe a little bit more just because of the history that he's putting himself in and the conversation that he's putting himself in.
4: I know I'm not I'm not here to argue against any of that. I just I don't feel like he's gonna have the support of the coaches and the people who are making the votes. And I think they're gonna do something stupid like put Rudy Gobert in there. Which I, speaks I, to I really but that are.
5: speaks to a bigger problem, Casey. That speaks to the problem that I'm talking about is people judge Demondis Sabonis differently from every other center in the league. That could do or cannot do what he does. I mean, people talk about Bam Adebayo better than Demontis Sabonis. Why? Because Bam Adebayo is a great defender, one of the best defensive big men in the league. But I put out a tweet the other night listing the numbers that De- Demontis Sabonis has put up against the best centers in the league this year. He's cooked Rudy. He's cooked AD. He's cooked, uh, he, he played well. I shouldn't say he cooked Jokic. He didn't play against Embiid because Embiid was out the one time the Kings played the 76ers. He cooked Rudy twice. He, With the exception of last night and the second Minnesota Timberwolves game, he's won every time he's played the other top-tier centers in the league this season. And yet, people talk about him like he does not belong in that conversation. They use empty calories in the Bay Area. They call him empty numbers everywhere else. I just don't understand it. I don't understand why Domas has talked about and looked at the way he is when— in other, I don't know if it's other play, If Anthony Davis were putting up the numbers that he's putting up, if Chet Holmgren were putting up the numbers oh. that he was be putting up, if Victor Winbanyama was putting up the numbers that he was putting up, it would we worship it as the greatest we've ever seen. And look at what this player is doing. Look at what this big man is doing. Only Nikola Jokic can do it. But because it's Demontis Sabonis and it doesn't fit their two narratives of one playoff series mm-hmm. and the Tyrese Halliburton trade, so many people will continue to undermine it.
2: Yeah. Crazy you're right, part is- you're not wrong. Didn't Jokic just win his title last year? Okay, yeah. I guess I guess we pick in, I guess we picking shoes when we bitch about what somebody does in the postseason.
5: I, guess, I don't, I guess I don't that's know I don't is. why because they this bitched
2: is. about Giannis, mm-hmm. but they didn't bitch about Jokic. Okay, all right.
5: And Jokic for the the Jokic it was all for Jokic it was all about look at these numbers that this big man is putting up, and of course Jokic's numbers are better than Demontis Sabonis. They are. But Sabonis is the closest to Jokic that anybody has ever come, and Jokic is being touted already as the greatest statistical center of all time. Hmm. Not to mention, Jokic's passing is an absolute elite skill that people worship. Demanda Sabonis' passing is, well, he touches the ball every time down the floor, so of course he has that many assists. Demata Sabonis is ripped for ne- not being a scoring first center, but he gets his teammates involved. Nikola Jokic has to be a scoring first center on that team. Demontis Sabonis does not have to for the Sacramento Kings to be successful because De'Aaron Fox is here, plus Keegan Murray's here, and the guys on the perimeter that they have. Like Circumstances are different, but the numbers suggest that S- D- Domas is amongst the elite big men, not this just this season, the elite big men of all time. And he could be held out in an all-star game because why so Matt I'm, I not,
2: I'm not sure if you're hip to this we had Will Z look up the last time anyone had put up numbers like Domas and missed the all-star game and here's what Will found out uh, I looked up who hasn't made an all-star game with at least 19 points 13 rebounds and eight assists and Wilt is the only player who's ever done it so we couldn't find anyone who's missed it because no one's ever done it before besides Will Chamberlain it's crazy man he didn't specify, but I'm going to go out on a limb and
5: say Wilt made the all star team that year. Uh,
2: Could be wrong. Wilt,
5: yeah, it's up in Wilt here. was probably the all star team that year.
2: That's probably true. Him and
5: I don't get it. Scooter I just do not Bob. understand why people talk about Sabonis the way that they do. Oh, and, yeah. and it forces me to go on the other side of obnoxiousness and make him sound like the greatest gift at basketball, mm-hmm. which of course he's not. He's a really, 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 really good player. He's a top 15 player in the league. Positional, I think, puts him in that conversation, but whatever positions are important. You have to have bigs, you can't just have 15 guards and wings. You have to have big men. Is he as good as Jokic and Embiid? No, they are in the S tier of centers. The next tier down is Demontis Sabonis by himself, mm-hmm. and then there's mm-hmm. AD and Bam and Chet and the other tall guys that you want to fall in love with because maybe they score the ball a little bit better, but they don't put up the numbers uh, that Demontis Sabonis does, and they don't win when they played him onto Sabonis, It'll be
2: awkward when Anthony Davis makes it and they get the shot of him sitting on the bench looking the, pissed off at Darvin Ham in his nicest outfit. By essentials the way, outfit.
4: Lakers-Celtics here on ESPN 1320 after the show.
2: I had no idea.
5: Yeah, boss told me to say, say that. That's
2: great. Yeah, no, Lakers versus Celtics. You won't – LeBron James, Anthony Davis, you're not getting them. But, yeah, no, sure. we got you.
5: Turn up the on-court mic so you can hear someone cussing at Darvin Hamm the entire time. Well,
2: game. that probably won't be that hard. Shout out legends.
4: We'll have it. Yeah. We'll have it. Yeah, no, but yeah, you guys are both right. I mean, this is this is ridiculous that he's not going to be an all-star. He, he, he well, we meets don't think all the he's criteria. going to be an all-star. <laughs> well, I, I'm, I'm speaking for myself. I don't think he's going to be an all-star or be selected Wait. to the team originally. He may find his way on there. He mm-hmm. may find his way as a, as yeah. a replacement. But the initial selection of the reserves, I don't think he's going to make
5: it. Which teams deserve to have two All-Stars? Which teams? The
4: Timberwolves.
5: Which is Gobert and...
4: I put Cat before Gobert.
5: Okay. Ant-Man, obviously. Ant-Man Well, Ant- 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 Yeah, Ant- Ant- like, Ant's a duh. Okay. And I'd say the
2: I'm not as sold on that, Clippers, by the way. That they should... I'm not as sold that they have to have two all stars no, just because I, I they agree. lead the. I hear you. Like we're talking a, a a half a game, you know, we're talking a minimal difference between Minnesota, Oklahoma City, L.A., and Denver, mm-hmm. and just reeling those names off real quick, Matt. The Clippers are the easiest one, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma City's the easiest one for one. Mm-hmm. It's it's Shea. Minnesota, okay, like I'll listen, like, but I don't, I don't think they have to have two. Denver, I don't think Jamal Murray's having that type of year. Like no, he's been hurt half it's the time too. Jokic and Phoenix is getting two. I mean, Booker and yep. Booker and uh KD are KD. putting up damn near identical numbers. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's it.
5: I real I really think what we are going to hear and what's going to be discussed and going to be harped on is when the Kings only have one. It's going to be there in fifth place. That's going to be what Phoenix is in sixth, and the Lakers yeah.
4: are in eighth or something like. That.
2: But the Suns are, are going
5: to, the Suns are going to be able to hang their hat on when our stars play together. We play really, really well. Golden and they State's were in twelfth, and they got hot at the right time. If the Golden State Warriors have more than one All Star, well, the well, they won't have that. The Lakers one. have. If the Lakers have more than one All Star, it sh- it's a joke. They the they Lakers are would. terrible. They're a bad basketball team.
4: They probably the would.
5: Lakers suck. They're bad, but it doesn't matter because they got these legacy All Stars. Which all star game? Like we need to redefine what an all star game is because you just want to have the same guys play. Every, I mean, the all star game is already boring. Might as well have the same people in every damn year. Or are you going to reward the players that are playing like all stars that particular season? Which is what the all star game is supposed to be.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, well, you're. If, I, if that's
5: the case, you have to put Domas in.
2: I really hope we're mad for nothing. I do too. I, I hope just I'm don't dead think, wrong. I just don't think we are.
5: Yeah.
4: I haven't seen. I, I haven't seen anything. Looking at you know people selections on TNT and you know, in, in, inside the NBA or NBA Today, whatever it is. Uh, I haven't seen anything that leads to any inkling for me that people are going to respect what Domas has done and put him on the All-Star team. Uh,
2: quick thing here. Sekirin de Bagley. why did you change your name back? Go back to what you were before. Sekirin the Beam is what yeah, it Yeah, go back to that. But he asked, so what about those years when Boogie made it? Kings weren't good. Well, remember, DeMarcus was really good for a couple of years before they made it, before he made it. And then it kind of got to the point where his numbers are so – like, we can't keep
5: keep he continuing was, to uh, keep him out of the All-Star be- game. Yeah. Sorry, Dilo. He was literally the best center in the league for a, a mm-hmm. couple of years stretch. He was the best. He was what Nikola Jokic is now. Now, the numbers weren't as good, but understand, Nikola Jokic is the top of NBA centers. Mm-hmm. That's what Boogie was for a couple of seasons. No, his team did not win – But statistically, there was not a center on this planet that could touch Boogie early on or during those couple of years.
4: And what we're also talking about in this situation compared to that situation, and maybe somebody would know better than I would, but we're not talking about Anthony Davis not being all star caliber with the season. We're not, well, I am saying that about Rudy Gobert, but we're not saying that about Cat or anything like that. We're saying they shouldn't make it over. DeMontis Sabonis. Okay. Demarcus right. Cousins, I I don't know. Maybe maybe Vin Baker was having a better year than him at the time. I don't know. Vin Baker's way before Demarcus Cousins.
2: But like, No one was but to Matt's point, no one was having a better year than Demarcus. Exactly. Like he was he and was that, the one. And but they but but again, they held it against him for a couple of years mm-hmm. until it was like we can't keep doing this. Yeah. Like he should probably have at minimum two more all star games to his to his resume. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, um, and he wasn't even a legacy. He fought his way in. Steph will ultimately be a legacy. I'd be. St- they're not keeping Steph Curry out of the
4: All Star. No, for sure. And I, I, all the things that I have said about maybe you know he shouldn't be on there or whatever. That's just shouldn't would could. Like they're definitely putting him on the on the team. He's he's about as lock as anybody in the league. Yeah, I think. Yeah.
5: Might be a little bit of a makeup too, because wasn't he hurt last year? He didn't play in the All Star game last year, if I remember correctly. He was out.
2: Booker was out. Mm-hmm. I can't remember Booker didn't if he get selected at all. I can't. I, Booker didn't get I, selected
5: last year. I Who genuinely, did? No, I think De'Aaron replaced Booker. I thought
4: that's what I thought. I thought Book didn't get selected at all.
2: Oh. Yeah, I, I, I thought maybe I could be wrong. I, 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 th- I, I thought De'Aaron wrong. replaced Booker, but um that it's it's inconsequential I, I don't remember I don't remember Steph being out but I don't I don't care <laughs> Domas and De'Aaron for the all-star game
5: can I pivot the conversation to something to lighten the mood and make us a little happier sure, sure. So again we sell- are
2: mad for something that has not happened yet
5: we're predetermined mad which is yes. a, 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 an important thing always
2: always, always a good way to live life get mad before <laughs> anything actually happens to make you upset it,
5: it's healthy it's healthy um so I'm, a, I'm big on milestones and I wanted to celebrate something with you. Like I, I, I'm, I take things that I like to to put like in frame and, and put things up. A sorry, radio audience, this is not going to work very well. But like I have my first ever newspaper article that I wrote in high school framed and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I, I love collecting milestones and, and moments throughout my career. And uh, there's a milestone that happened last week. And I actually wanted to share it with you guys. I haven't gotten it framed yet, but I just got the print today. So I just wanted to share this uh, smile. This oh, <laughs> very nice.
2: <laughs> very nice. It is a. I like that. It is a blow-up picture of <laughs> our brother Antonio Harvey and DeMontis Sabonis, our, our, our man Antonio, right in front of uh, Matt George's ABC10 camera, his 4K uh, ABC10 camera with a crystal when- clear shot of Antonio Harvey.
5: When that's I tell a, that's a classic.
2: you. That is an all-timer.
5: When I tell you I dropped the loudest F-bomb in an empty Chase Center at 10 p.m. when I opened up that that file or opened up that video to put it on social media and <laughs> I saw Tony step in front of my camera two different times, it echoed throughout the Chase Center. Echoed.
2: That is just amazing. For social media, it's fantastic, and we can get a good laugh out of it. It's really no big deal. But I imagine when you're cutting clips for your news ten, your ABC ten broadcast, he made the
5: he made the air. I well, it as best I could. I did everything I could possibly do, and I was like, he he's just going to make the air. Well, so, ABC 10's <laughs> Antonio
2: Harvey. Him. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. Um,
4: real quick, just because I was I was curious. Uh, Fox replaced Dame Lillard.
2: Okay. Book didn't so make Devin it at all. so Book didn't make it at all. Okay.
4: That's right. I think he he had an argument though to to make it. I thought he He
2: had missed a bunch of games. Yeah, I remember that's, us that's talking about that. Like Book had missed a bunch yeah. of games leading into then.
4: And when he played though, like he was he was killing like last year. He was an all star caliber player. He just didn't play a lot of
2: games. Hmm. I'm glad you looked that up 'cause it was it was it was weighing on my head. Um Well, what'd you think of last night?
5: Um I was less off last night than I was after the Memphis win. So,
2: I'll ask you about that. You were one of the people who were really upset about the way the Kings won the Memphis. Um, yeah. So, to, to, to be clear, you, you, you've been very busy the last couple of days. You may not. I, we didn't care. Go win the game. Like, pretty. This isn't the BCS. This isn't the college football playoff. There's no stakes involved in this. Go get a dub. You had a different perspective.
5: Yeah, no, I understand I understand that perspective completely. And ultimately, like the the one universal statement that reigns over everything that I'm about to say is you'd much rather take ugly wins than pretty losses. And in, in so many years past, the Kings lose that game almost every single time. They deserve to lose that ba- game, to be completely honest, for how they played. But I watched that entire game, and I was disgusted not by the fact that the Kings were struggling to beat a Memphis Grizzlies team that was missing 11 guys. Because one thing I expected from that game was that all eight of those Grizzlies players, especially the ones who were two-way guys and and like that Matthew Hunt guy who'd never played a game an NBA game before and all these people, like, I knew they were gonna play hard. This is their first and maybe only opportunity to get extended NBA minutes. Didn't matter who they were playing, they were gonna play hard and they could play without fear. So what the Grizzlies did and who the Grizzlies fielded, the roster they fielded, really had nothing to do with my frustrations. My frustrations had everything to do with the Sacramento Kings knowing full well that this is a game that they probably needed to get because of the, the remainder of this road trip. This is a Kings team who's been trying to tr- turn things around, who has been trying to enjoy good vibes, who gets up and plays hard in a shootout against the Warriors, who gets up and plays hard in uh, the whatever win was after that. I don't even remember, to be honest with you. And then they take the floor against the Memphis Grizzlies, and they turn the ball over 19 times. And what really pissed me off, and I love Malik Monk. Really, like I just love that man. I love watching him. I love the chaos that he brings. I think he's mo- way more often than not great for this Kings team. He is in a funk right now. And there is a moment in the fourth quarter where the Sacramento Kings were down two. They hadn't even scra- uh, uh, passed 90 points yet. They already had like 16 or 17 turnovers on the night. They were down two in the fourth quarter to a shorthanded Grizzlies team, and shorthanded is putting it nicely. And Monk tries this behind the back, between the legs, dribble and pass, and nearly turns the ball over. He actually didn't turn the ball over that time. He somehow scrambled and managed to reclaim possession. And that, to me, that moment was a – was the – example or told the story of i thought how the sacramento kings approached that game with the exception of Demonte sabonis who put up big numbers as he usually does and and fought hard and battled hard and sabonis said it best after the game the way the kings performed was unacceptable and that's how i felt the mistakes that the kings were making the flashiness the arrogance of which they played with how disconnected they were how lazy they were with passes the self-inflicted wounds that they suffered in that game to me was completely unacceptable and i thought back to how the most pissed off we saw Mike Brown last season was when after the New York Knicks Mm -hmm. victory, when he watched the Kings play and he took the podium after that game, we were all happy because the Kings just beat the Knicks on national television in Sacramento. We're like, this is awesome. He takes the podium and basically says that wasn't good enough. That's not okay. That is not going to fly. That's how I felt about the other night. Like just the way the Sacramento Kings played, it had nothing to do with Memphis and everything to do with the Kings. I just felt that even though they got the victory and good on them for doing that, that's what good teams do. They found a way to win that game. But throughout that game, I didn't think they took it seriously enough and they just co- continued to make self-inflicted mistakes after mistakes, after mistakes. And I just thought it was unacceptable from that team. And we should hold that team to a higher standard then. Well, they got the win. We can forget everything else.
4: It happens that's <laughs> just as, as my thought those, those things happen and I, I'm i not even saying that anything you're saying is wrong man like yeah you 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 would want to see them play better than what they did in Memphis but um, you know it's, it's not a video game these, these are human beings sometimes you have nights where you're just not there mentally um, and- yes
5: but that's happened a lot this season though that's the problem we've been questioning that about this team a lot this season and it's not getting better. Maybe the blowout losses are getting better, but the mental mistakes have been a consistent issue with this team all all season long. Sorry to cut you off. Casey. No, that,
4: that's but that, that's fun. what you're saying isn't wrong there either. But I don't know the the Memphis game to get upset with that one. I wasn't getting upset with that. I, I'll take the I'll take the win in that situation. That's also n- nobody ever likes to say it, but that's also a, a hard game to get up for sometimes because you're playing a bunch of G Leaguers. And, and it's the the focus may not be there. You you we they're thinking just like we're probably thinking. Walk on the floor and beat these guys.
5: See, I hate that. I hate that. And because that when Draymond Green said that and mentioned the Sacramento Kings is one of the teams that 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 are tough to get up for a handful of seasons ago, we were all outraged and we hated that idea. We hated that mindset. Plus, it pissed us off that he called out the Sacramento Kings as well. Also, of
2: those Draymond, teams. sorry, who are you talk about getting up <laughs> for somebody?
5: Yeah, exactly. Like I don't think one, if the Sacramento Kings are thinking and feeling that way, I understand they're human beings, Kenny, and I understand it's you probably are more excited to play a divisional game against the Warriors or than you are uh, Monday night against the Memphis Grizzlies that are shorthanded. I get the human nature of that, but I expect this team. More importantly, I expect that coaching staff to be able to correct that and overcome that. And 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 to me, the Kings have not earned the right to have that mindset. They have not. They've been a one year playoff team and a first round playoff exit. They have not earned the right to not take someone or not get up to play somebody. That to me is not a valid excuse. That's a dismissal. That's brushing something under the rug. That is a problem. Do I think the Kings aren't going to get up to play a playoff game when it all is said and done? No, it's a, it's really a moot point at that, at that moment. But I look at every opportunity during this regular season that the Kings can take to improve and put themselves in the position to, Maximize what they can do and put themselves uh, make as deep of a playoff run as possible, and trying to build these championship tendencies that Mike Brown has talked a lot about. That is completely counterproductive. The I I didn't I couldn't get up to play the Memphis Grizzlies on a Monday night because I just wasn't feeling it. That, That's counterproductive. Well, that
4: two things. Number one, the Thunder lost to the Pistons like two days ago, and so like these things, and they haven't won a damn thing regardless right. of how good people. So these things happen. And number two, the thing I'm saying is. Not necessarily, like ah, we don't care about this game. It's just there's. It's weird to explain. Sometimes you're like, all right, they're in the locker room. Hey, let's go out and blow these guys out. Let's let's take care of business early. Let's hey, get up. Don't sleep on these guys because they're, they're saying that. But it's just something sometimes that you just your your mind and your your physical don't connect all the time. I'm saying that they were playing
2: the game make- like it was a pickup game. Yeah. You could see it. That's why they were throwing the ball out of bounds. Yeah. That's why you had that play with De'Aaron Fox and Harrison Barnes in the fourth quarter.
4: And even in the middle of it, in the middle of the game, they might probably be in the huddle like, hey, come on, let's pick this up. Let's pick it up. Well, and they go out there and they're, sometimes you see, try but that's the thing. and it don't happen. They did. That's what we were
2: talking about. I, I, it, it, Matt and I understand like your frustrations over it. They had a terrible first quarter. Mm-hmm. But they took care of business the other three. Like, yes. I mean, I guess, I guess we, we have this mindset that they should have beat that team by 30. And I guess if you feel like they should have, they should have. But after the first quarter, it was just a regular basketball game.
5: But it was a regular basketball game where they continued to turn the ball over a ridiculous no, amount of times over the course I of the game. I don't question and that. Self-inflicted wounds. That's what I'm more mad. I, ma- I had, no, like, beat the Grizzlies by one, beat them by 20 does not matter. The Kings are absolutely a better team that can't be questioned. And I'm glad the final score eventually did reflect that but it was how the Sacramento Kings played and how lackadaisical they played through all four quarters. That was what frustrated me because maybe some guys woke up. Sabonis certainly woke up, but then Monk was doing that silly stuff in the fourth quarter and the Kings were still struggling to take care of the basketball in what ended up being a close game. They, what I loved about that game that ended on a positive D low. I love that they held, I think they held Memphis scoreless over the final, like three minutes and some yep. change. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. You slammed the door on them. Good. Like that, that made me feel better about the way you ended it. And to be honest, I, I realized pretty quickly after putting that podcast episode out that the vast majority of people agree with how you guys are approaching it and disagree with me. And I could be overreacting to one performance, but watching that game through, I was frustrated the same way. I think Mike was probably frustrated watching that Knicks game back. It just was not Kings basketball. And that's, that was what got under my
2: skin. So two things I would have preferred a better follow-up to that game last night. Um yes yes, and yes yes. Two, we have a trade. It what? doesn't involve the Sacramento Kings. Uh we have a trade from Adrian Wojnarowski. The Memphis Grizzlies are trading Stephen Adams, who I don't think has played this season, Mm-mm. to the Houston Rockets for Victor Oladipo. Who knew? <laughs> expiring and, deal and 3 second round picks. <laughs> um the only thing that says to me is, boy, the Memphis Grizzlies might be headed in a certain direction.
4: Yeah, as they as they probably should be.
2: Stephen Adams was very, very important to that team, I, and and clearly, they're of the belief his he's not going to be able to help them moving forward. They're they're in a very weird uh, position. Of course, I I don't know if Stephen Adams is scheduled to. I can't remember what Stephen Adams' injury was. We haven't seen that brother play basketball in so long because um, he missed you know the large chunk of the end of last year. I think I forgot Victor Oladipo was on the Rockets. I did. Yeah, <laughs> man, that's just such a tough. God, he was once so great. Story, uh, but yeah, there, I guess I guess trade season is underway. The first trade has been made.
4: Well, okay, so I, I promise you guys, this is not a, a. I'm just we're we're just talking. We're just we're just talking. This is not a a report. This is not a chatty house situation. There's. <laughs> Uh, kind of vetting this guy. You're little.
2: not reading the Lakers tweet, are you? The guy,
4: he's not just a hack.
2: He's not a hack, but but
4: I, I'm not I'm not saying it's going to happen. All right. He's not a hack though. All right. He's not. This he's is, a, he's
2: a, he's, a, he's some guy at the TV station.
4: Have you seen his 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 history? No. He was the only one with Kawhi to the Clippers.
2: <laughs> no, and, he wasn't.
4: Well, that reported it. Okay. Nobody was saying it. I'm not okay. I'm not saying he's the only one that knew. Okay, I'm saying he's the. the everybody thought it was the Lakers, or he was going. Back you to the know running. why?
2: Okay, it's fine. Why? Because he's nobody. That's why he could say it. Okay, I said it on the air. You know why no one
4: cared? Because no. I ain't nobody. I said it on the radio. I, I'm not saying he's the only one that knew. Okay. I'm just, I wouldn't look at no, you as but, a hack. But what I'm I wouldn't saying I is wouldn't say you're a no hack. One say I'd say you're. You got people that know some things.
2: Uh, Go ahead, read the tweet. Not, you read the he, tweet. He
4: did the other thing they asked him. And this was this is an obvious one to me, but he was the one that talked about he linked some calves trade at the deadline when LeBron was there as the Lakers doing LeBron a solid and he was going to sign with the Lakers in the offseason? I don't know if this is gonna happen, but this isn't this isn't uh who was the the I don't remember his name, but the one sweeter that was like, I promise you, oh, Kawhi is oh. signing with the Lakers. Or I'm getting rid of Twitter. Yeah, I
2: this remember isn't, that guy. This
4: isn't him. And this guy doesn't just, like, tweet all the time. Like, he's got another stuff of his TV report on KTLA. Like, he's not – doesn't seem like he's trying to come out here and break news. But basically, he says that the Lakers uh, – he's hearing that the Lakers are exploring trading LeBron in AD. I think – I don't think that happens at all. And if it did, that would be crazy. Palenka would be – Polinka would have to be fired. You don't trade LeBron James. You fire Darvin Ham before you trade LeBron James. 100%. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. 100. And LeBron I'm I don't, really I'm not ridiculous. even trying to get Darvin Ham fired, but that should, that wouldn't even answer my thought. My my first thought would be you guys figure it out and you guys all play on the same team together. Trading LeBron? No. Hell no.
2: I got nothing on that. Like it's I don't that's ridiculous. They're not trading LeBron James.
4: I don't think they are either.
2: Hey, but salute to was it KTX? What is it? KTLA?
4: <laughs> KTLA reporter David Pigalore.
2: Salute, Mr. Pigalor. <laughs> Get your stuff off. Um, we didn't transition to Miami yet. Um I said at the end of your frustration about the Memphis game, I was fine with it because I had hoped for a better follow up against Miami. Unfortunately, that follow up didn't really I was pre- I, I don't want to say I was prepared for the Kings to lose. Mm-hmm. But we talked about it yesterday. I, I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I thought the Heat were going to come out on f- fire. And they didn't. And there was a point where, you know, once the Kings made that run in the second quarter, it was like, okay, they've settled down. The Kings in a really good spot unless the Heat turn it up in the second half. Heat didn't turn it up. The Kings never got into a flow again, and it felt like it just felt like a bad basketball game for Sacramento, and that's why they lost, rather than a desperate Miami Heat team that needed to turn things around. That were in a, you know, historic spiral for Eric Spolstra.
5: Yeah, I first thing that jumped off the page to me again, sticking with the theme of the Memphis Grizzlies game. The Kings turned the ball over five times in the first quarter. Their yeah. first play was a De'Aaron Fox turnover. I was like, oh, my God, are we doing this again? Mm. And it was four, at least four out of the five, maybe all five of them, were self-inflicted errors, and all five of them were by Kings guards. None of them were by Domas, who took until like the like six or seven-minute mark or something of the second quarter to finally score. Like, Domas had just a rough start to this game with nothing was, nothing was really dropping for him. That being said, he still finished with a triple-double and outplayed Bam Adebayo. Nothing else new there. But, like, I mean, Jimmy Butler played really, really well. Richardson had a red-hot night from three-point range. And here's the Sacramento Kings again, who, as I thought they did a lot of really good things defensively throughout that game. They had a r- lot of really good defensive moments, but none of it matters if your strength is not there. And the King's strength is offensively. You're going to struggle to win basketball games. If De'Aaron Fox is shooting, poor. you're just going to, and, and there's a, actually a number that will Z and I found in a locked on Kings podcast. that's coming later today that reflects that a little bit, but I'll get to that when I talk about Keegan Murray here in a second, because Keegan had a sensational first half was the only player Kevin Herter scored, I think 11 of his 14 points in the first half. So Kevin had a good start to this game too. Keegan was the only person with a pulse offensively for Sacramento for most of that game. He's the only reason why the Kings weren't down 20 to 30 in that first half he scores 21 points in the first half finishes with 33 with six of those points scored in the final, like two minutes of the game off of back-to-back pointers when the Kings were trying to make a run there at the end. Mm -hmm. I think I noted, like, in the fourth quarter, Keegan had only taken, like, five or six shots in the second half after shooting, uh, like, 11 of 14 in the first half. This is not the first time this has happened. The most prominent time was game five of the playoffs when Keegan scored, like, 12 or 14 points in the first quarter and barely touched the ball for the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. And it's happened two or three times this season where Keegan is the hot hand, and the Kings, whether they're trying to get everybody else involved or not, they go away from him. I think it's partially on Keegan to say, give me the freaking ball. I'm the only one scoring right now. I think it's also on De'Aaron Fox and DeMontis Sabonis and Mike Brown to go, let's drop some sets and get this man open. I do not understand. Now, also credit to the Heat. Defensively, the Heat made good defensive adjustments. But I think this speaks to a larger problem, guys. And this is what Will Z and I discovered today. My, uh, De'Aaron Fox has 25 games this season where he has taken 20 or more field goal attempts Mm. right and that makes complete sense Fox is the guy he's going to shoot more often than not he is the absolute offensive engine of this Kings team at least scoring wise makes complete sense the next closest guy is a four-way tie between Sabonis Keegan Barnes and Monk with two each Mm. the Kings are so reliant on De'Aaron Fox and the volume of shots that he takes that offensively, if he's having nights like he does last night, even if the Kings are playing good defense, they they struggle to win basketball games because there is no excuse for not getting Keegan Murray 20 shots last night. There is no excuse for not getting Sabonis 20 shots on a night where he's feasting in the paint or not getting Malik Monk 20 shots on a night where he's, uh, he's getting going. I think this speaks to maybe a bigger problem with Sacramento's offense. We know how prolific they can be and they love to share the basketball and I love that. But When you have a hot hand that's not just De'Aaron Fox, feed that hot hand. And I don't think Sacramento takes enough advantage of that when they're having a Keegan-Murray game like they did last night.
4: Yeah, I think one of the issues with the Kings is, and we talked about it earlier, Damon, is they just don't have uh, enough guys that can create their own shot. Mm -hmm. You know, And that's, in situations like that, where you still should be able to find a way to get two more shots for Keegan-Murray, I'm not disputing that, but... Situations like that, Keegan a lot of the time seems so reliant on the offense or the aggressiveness of Fox and people drawing and kicking and things of that nature where they need Keegan or somebody else to be able to just give him the ball at the top of the key or give it to him on the wing and you go create, get your own shot uh, off the bounce. And that's that's what this team is lacking if De'Aaron Fox or in most times or if Malik Monk, aren't the ones doing it. They don't really have another guy who can do that.
5: Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree completely. And that's an area of, of Keegan's game that still needs to get better is his ability as an ISO scorer. That being said, when Harrison was hot the other night in Golden State, I mean, back-to-back 30-point games, and, and I love what Harrison did. And Dilo, you said something earlier that I 100% agree with. I would much rather take a night like last night where Harrison is two or three of – 11 or 12 like he was than one of two or two of three or three of four I, I, or whoever said that yeah. i think it was d who said well that i KC. said KC. it i we, was yeah, i was
2: repeating casey yeah. both
5: yeah either way i love you're 100 right because at least harrison is involved and also harrison i think grabbed like five or six rebounds last night when harrison is involved shooting getting some touches and shooting the basketball he does more on other ends of the floor you can say the same thing about kevin herter i love that the kings share the ball as much as they do but when Harrison was hot in that, that Golden State Warriors game, they gave they tr- they made every opportunity to get him the basketball. They went three straight possessions of Harrison in the post, the same spot on the floor in the fourth quarter, and he scored two out of those three times. They went to him three straight times. They em- emphasized, get him the ball because he is hot. With the exception of when Keegan was raining down threes in the Golden 1 Center and putting up almost 50 points, Like That is the only time that I've seen the Kings that I can remember off the top of my head, see the Kings go, Keegan is hot, get him the ball every time down the floor. I just think they go away from it a little bit too much with Keegan. And even when Kevin Herter has been hot, and going back to last season, when Kevin Herter was having his moments and having his games, it was a DHO every other time up the floor for him. Why aren't you doing the same thing with Keegan in that second half? It's just things that I don't necessarily understand. And I don't know if it's a Keegan problem, a Kings problem, or all of the above.
2: Celtics Lakers are coming up next here on ESPN 1320. We're headed to one Oh two five. Yep. And since y'all have been trolling, soul bloom. <laughs> it's time. We're going live on one Oh two five right now. I'm sorry. This is directed at one person. Soul bloom. It's time. It's time. We're headed over to 102.5 right now. Enjoy Celtics-Lakers. We will see you tomorrow at 32 Brew Street inside Sky River Casino here on Sacramento Sports Theater ESPN
6: 1320. Vamos Bloom. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild.